Hey there, Fellowship family. This is your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I'm your host for today. And it's exciting to be back with you here in our Fellowship Family podcast channel, where last week we got a chance to listen and meet to the Lukens family, Mike and Lori, and unpack kind of our current sermon series and theme for Christmas season, The Humble King. And it's been exciting over these last several weeks to unpack and interview different people and hear different testimonies and stories of what God is doing in people's lives, getting a chance to look at the 40th anniversary and during the fall, prioritizing the body. And here in December, this specific couple of episodes are focusing on Christmas. And we have another family with us today. We have Josh and Tara Jones. Hello. How are you guys? We're good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for being here. It's exciting um, to get a chance to be in the podcast booth with you guys. This is the first time for you, right? Yes. First yeah. podcast experience, you know, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get through it. <laughs> I, I could say this is my first, but that's not true. But a year ago, it, yeah. I w- could have easily said this. And I'm, trust me, not an expert in this field by any means. So we'll just roll with this together, have a conversation. And I'm excited to learn about your family, hear kind of what some of your Christmas traditions are, and, uh, and really see kind of what um, FBC Christmas season has been meaning to you. And I'll start by just having you guys introduce yourself. So Josh... I, I've known you for a little while now. We're, we both have always been attending Fellowship 3 together yep. um, since its existence, I believe. Right. And you have been around Fellowship Bible Church for a good long time. Yep. Were you raised in this church, Josh? I was, yep. Wow. That, that's kind of a rare feat for somebody to be raised in Fellowship Bible Church. You are now the future generation of, <laughs> of passing the torch on. No, but it's a great symbol. It's a great model, right? I yep. mean, that's, that's one of our four Ps here at FBC of passing the torch, being raised in the church, and sure. here you are. And uh, we'll talk about kind of some of your ministry opportunities. But, okay. Um, it, just give us a quick background. I'm doing all the talking, so I will sure. be quiet now. <laughs> just share your story of, of how you were raised here in FBC. Sure. Our family uh, came to the church in the mid to late 80s, um, and uh, my most memory is kind of around the time the Carey family came, and Mark Carey hmm. came and took over as pastor, friends with you know his oldest Paul, and yep. you know memories of doing Awana here at the church back when the church was doing the Awana program, Neat. doing lots of Bible memorization and running around in a circle, you know, lots of fun uh, there. And then uh, at the time, Mike Lukens, yeah, he talked with last week, yeah. uh, was the youth pastor. So yep. I remember being a part of Time Out and. <laughs> You know, uh, getting into Rock House for high school and yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of fun there. So. so that's those are good memories, I think. Right? Yep. And and Tara, you you were not raised here. What what town were you from? I'm from South Bend, Indiana. Notre up Dame. Here, Notre Dame location. Um, yeah. Raised there my entire life. Josh and I met in college. Which uh, college was that? Grace College in Winona Lake, Indiana. Wow. Kind of near Fort Wayne. Okay. Um. So yeah, we did four years of college there, got married before our senior year, wow. and then decided to move this way to be close to his family and the church. No, So you moved away from your hometown Correct. to come to Winchester. Yes. Wow, what an experience. It was a huge move. What was that like? Um, it was good. Josh had it on his heart. Uh, the Lord kind of told him that we needed to make the move here to be close to family and um, also just to raise our kids, not in a big city. Mm, right. Uh, mm-hmm. So we did that, and it was a an interesting adjustment going from a big city to a small city. Yeah. Um, 
but we've done really well. And I think it was that first year at FBC, you kind of get lost, but we plugged into a community group. Mm. And from that point on, just everything kind of made sense and it felt like a family. Neat. What year was that when you guys first started that coming? That was January of 2004. Okay. Neat. So you guys have been around for a while. So I'll, I'm I'm excited about picking your all's brains of <laughs> sure. kind of what's what you guys do as a family, but even even before that, you know, you're talking about Josh, you're here at FBC and Terry, you grew up in Indiana. You guys probably have different unique Christmas experiences. And here in this season, um, I just, it's neat to kind of hear what each family does. So share kind of what you grew up remembering um, either here at FBC or in your own family during the Christmas season. What stands out to you? Sure. So I guess first with our family, I remember uh, as a younger child with my siblings going over really the night before Christmas Eve to go spend the night at my aunt's house Hmm. and just a fun time baking cookies and making stockings and, you know, just having a really good time. And then on Christmas Eve, the extended family, my mom has a pretty big family for other brothers. And so that extended family, her parents, my grandparents uh, would just spend a lot of time together on Christmas Eve having dinner, you know, opening presents late into the night, and then, you know, Christmas, kind of doing um, all of that Christmas stuff with the family, immediate family there at the house, kind of a smaller setting, so... Yeah, do you have brothers, sisters? So I have, yeah, I have two sisters and a brother. Okay. Uh, Yep. Are you the oldest, youngest? I I am the oldest, yeah. Oh, (laughs) you got a chance to take all the presents from your brothers and sisters there. (laughs) That's fun. You know, I'm the oldest, too. Tara, are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Wow. Yeah. All right. Got a lot of old children here that just can rule the roost. But So tell us a little bit about your stories, Tara, of um, what you grew up with. I think growing up for me at Christmas time meant um, opening Christmas pajamas hmm. uh, with the family, and my mom continues to buy those for my children. Every, so every, every year? Every year, we have a new set of Christmas pajamas. So Wow. That's fun. And then... Um, my parents also started their tradition of making a birthday cake for Jesus every year. Cool. So we had a big emphasis on that, and we still do that with our kids today. Neat. Um, and Hobby Lobby here in Winchester has all kinds of things that you can buy. I'm holding up plates here that say, Happy Birthday, Jesus. Cool. They have cups. They have all things to decorate the cake with. and. What a, so that's a great memory where you, you get a chance to have a birthday party at yeah. Christmas. I mean, who who doesn't like birthday right. parties and birthday cake? So. That's cool. Yeah. So, so as as you guys now have grown into having your own family, how many how many kids do you guys have? We have three children. Okay, we have Josiah who's fifteen, Eli is thirteen, and Addison is twelve. Uh huh. So what takeaways have you brought? Maybe old experiences and traditions and new into your family of. Christmas season together at the Joneses' house. Sure. So um, we have used a traditional Advent book. Uh, so we have that uh, here. It, it you know goes through the traditional four weeks of Advent. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, going over hope, peace, joy, love. Yep. Um, and so we've done that each week. Sometimes we'll do that at dinner and and go through the specific devotionals and and Bible stories there. Um, This year specifically, we've um, started utilizing the D6 devotionals. Hmm. So Um, Unpack what does D6 mean? So D6 is a a ministry of Randall House Publishing, and D6 stands for Deuteronomy 6. Okay. It's all about passing on your faith and sharing it with your children, you know, at different points throughout the day, whether you're walking along the road, sitting at home, um, when you lie down, so right. all those yep. different points. Yep. yep. 
we're trying to do that. And so we've actually picked up um, the most recent edition of those magazine slash devotionals. So we have one for Tara and I. This is the devotional for parents with kids at home. Hmm. There's also devotional for parents who have kids outside of the home that have already grown up and, and you know gone to college or are adults. Um, since we have a teenager, we have another devotional called Forward, and yeah. it's geared specifically for you know teenagers, stories for them. And then since we have two middle schoolers, we actually have this devotional velocity. And um, since we have two middle schoolers, we've actually bought two devotionals. They each get their own, even oh, though it's the same. Yeah. It, it's just easier when, when kids have their own devotional. You know, we can say, hey, it's time to do the devotional. They can do it separately. Then we gather back together as a family. And then, you know, nobody's fighting over a booklet or whatnot. So, so. because it comes from the same publisher, it's all the same content is what I hear. So yeah. you, they're all, you're all kind of going through a specific devotional and then coming back together to discuss it? Right, Exactly. So instead of different verses and and different themes, they're all the same theme, same verses across all the different age ranges. Mm. And so we're we're reading and and discussing similar things. There's some variances in the different stories and additional things that they have, activities, but yeah, the themes and verses and the devotionals themselves Mm. are all all the same. So that's... That's cool. We'll, We'll keep touching on that a little bit because we can find these here at the church, right? They're at the home center. They are, yep. And and they're online. Yeah, I mean, is there a cost to that to be able to to grab or go? Like sure, a minimal cost, just two dollars per okay. devotional. Yeah. Uh, the church is covering the majority of the cost, but we're just asking for two dollars. Again, you can pick up the hard copies at the home center, or hmm. uh, you can get the uh, digital copies uh, online. You can email the church for those, um, and then that way you can use the PDF version on an iPad or tablet of some kind. Right. So, you know, your family can do it digitally as well. So, how does that relate to Christmas? I'm just, does do they really kind of hone in? Is it seasonal, or is it just specific devotionals that? Yeah. They no. Cover? So, yep. Yeah, so it's a quarterly devotional, and this one actually started the first weekend in December. Okay. And so the focus is on um, the word being revealed and then mm. the word being uh, truth, God's word being truth, and then you know the promise of a savior and the impact of Jesus. And so those are kind of the themes of December as it goes through week by week. Mm. They kind of capture one theme per week. And so you can pick it up you know, at the beginning of the month or the middle of the month, and you're really not behind. You can all be in sync. Neat. Um, yep. So how does that work with the family? Three kids, bring them together, trying to, I mean, I can just imagine the lis- listeners and watchers right here right. saying, okay, it you're, you're, it's a great idea, <laughs> right? I mean, great in theory, but how does it practically work out for y'all's house? Right. Do you kind of share that load? What is that? What does the devotion um, I think look like? For the most part, we just are open to the Holy Spirit. Um, some days we'll do it first thing in the morning, hmm. uh, whether that's individually or um, me reading it out loud. Some days the day gets ahead of us, and um, at dinner time, Josh will read it and kind of prompt the kids. And then there's other days that we don't do it, and we just jump back in whenever we can. So. Mm. We're very flexible with it, but um, we also make it very important. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds really cool to be able to cover something together as a family, learning lessons about God. What what's, has stand, what has stood out to you guys of a, just kind of a little spiritual nugget and a takeaway that either kids have really grabbed onto or you as parents and a couple have really said, wow, I, that was a great lesson. Yeah, so um, I guess one of the traditional Christmas uh, verses, Isaiah 9, 6, hmm. 
uh, kind of stands out. And so that, you know, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so it was really cool with the kids to be able to unpack each of those four characteristics or attributes uh, of God and and understand what it means to them and, you know, how they can apply that in their daily life. So, yeah. 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 What have you found the kids latch on to? Is there something that the story or two that was meaningful to them that you found that, uh, that they learned? Well, I think um, there's different activities in there. Like huh, we did cool. a, uh, which nativity character are you? So that was fun. We each kind of got to give our two cents about what we like, and then at the end, it kind of gave you which character of the nativity. Could you be like a sheep or a donkey or yeah. a... <laughs> so an angel? Tara was an angel. angel. And he was yeah. an innkeeper, oh. so very good at okay. management and, and leading. So um, the kids really enjoyed I'm that. I'm sure you can get all kinds of crazy jokes out of that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to be today? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, but that's great family engagement and just learning together, growing together. What a great tradition yeah. to start. And I would hope that we can kind of continue that. And, and again, for those of you guys watching, just they're, they're available, they're accessible. Um, and, and D6 is what to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, FBCVA.life slash fellowship at home has all of the different materials and, and information for that. Right. Which reminds me, you know, just you, you speak with a little bit of authority, Josh. So I'm curious <laughs> of, of, you know, how, how are you plugged in here at FBC? And I just kind of changed gears a little bit off to Christmas, but just kind of learning more about who you guys are. Um, what what roles do you play here at church? And Tara, I'll get to you in a second, but Josh, kind of just share kind of your heart and your ministry here. Sure. So um, as you mentioned, part of uh, Fellowship 3 for the past few years yeah. and kind of gravitated towards um, helping out with the leadership team there. My main focus is around ushering. Hmm. Um, and so I really enjoy doing that because uh, I've really been able to form uh, a close relationship with a lot of the guys who have helped with the ushering team and to build up and minister to those those guys as well. Um, in fact, that's evolved into a relational discipleship group that started back in July. And so Neat. that group is really focused on memorizing scripture, spending mm. time in the word, praying and encouraging one another. So that's been really good and, and um, a really blessing a blessing in my life. Hmm. Um, another area of, of ministry that I've been involved with over the past few years has been the family life ministry team. So I've been working with John Avery and okay. the group to uh, really uh, unpack, you know, the home center and the different yeah. focuses, and you know, trying to neat encourage folks it's there. Much needed. I mean, in, in today's society and culture, I mean, the family is at on on attack. We've heard yeah. Mark Carey mention that. John Avery has talked about that, and I love the how the challenge is for us to dig into God's word. And that's what these devotionals that you're talking about are doing. And for families to do that on a personal level, spouses to do that. And parents with kids, I think is essential because the the stronger we are as a unit in Christ, I believe that's, so goes a family, so goes a church. Yeah, I think sometimes we can get confused and think that, you know, the 
the focus should be on the church ministering to the family, but mm-hmm. it, really the family is able to minister to each other. And that's really what uh, the family life team is is focused on with the home center and with all the materials, whether here physically or online, is really to make it um, more easy and accessible for mm-hmm. folks to have yeah. access to materials. Mm-hmm. And then through that, make it more likely. So if you have the materials, it's in front of you. It's in a simple format that you can follow. Yep. It's, you know, you don't have to be a theologian to, to you know, to lead your family in. You know, you can follow a simple devotional, and you know, it's the first steps to really leading your family closer to Christ. Yeah, and and Tara, how about you? I mean, I I've, I think I've seen you around the building here a couple different times, and yeah, I'm here a little bit. Yeah. So, what do you do here at Fellowship Bible Church? Um, uh, my heart is with children's ministry. So, hmm. I started in 2009 with Little Hearts, which is a program that supports women in the Word on Tuesday mornings. Hmm. And then in 2012, I um, added a little bit more responsibility by taking the nursery coordinator role. Wow. So, thank you. Uh, I'm sure there's people listening right now that are like, whew, I. <laughs> Super appreciate that because I could not do that at all. Oh, I love it. And yeah. I'll be here until they kick me out. <laughs> See, but that's great. I mean, to have that heart and that attitude to essentially say that's that brings you joy. Right. Oh, absolutely. To be able to serve in that way, you are definitely using your skills and gifts and talents and 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 Josh, you work with the family ministry, I can see your heart from that standpoint as well. Which really leads me to our current season here at of Christmas at Fellowship. And we're unpacking this theme of humble king. And and what a contrast. You know, I mean, I've had conversations already with people where the idea of being a king does not equate to somebody that is humble. And and here we are to celebrate the birth of Christ. And we've been unpacking Philippians 2 during the singing time. And kind of, you mentioned your Advent book. That's the traditional mm-hmm. form of Advent. Here at FBC, I think we heard from Mike Lukens last week that we don't always do things traditionally, but we stick with the content of telling the story. Mm-hmm. And, and this year, really unpacking this uh, Philippians 2 passage to me has been meaningful. Uh, you know, it makes me realize more and more what Christ has done for us and when you think of the incarnation. So how how have you guys seen this season of Fellowship's Humble King kind of speak to your hearts? Um, I think for me, it just reminds me that this world isn't about me. Um, this isn't a sit back and let everyone give to me, but what can I give back to people? Hmm. Um so I'm always looking for opportunities to serve, whether it's in the church or uh, within the body of Christ or even in the community. Um, and we're trying to instill that in our children. Yeah. Um, also, I think Christmas for me means hope. Like the world is so dark right now, yeah. and Christmas is just a good reminder that you know God sent His one and only Son into the world for us as a child. Um, so just to take that time to reflect on that. And you, you talk about the world today of just kind of the chaos. I mean, we've got the pandemic going on. We've got crazy elections going on. And in a world where it, it seems that everyone's out for themselves, here we are raising an example and putting a spotlight on Jesus who mm-hmm. did everything but think of himself. I mean, he, he emptied himself as, mm-hmm. as we've been unpacking and, and seeing that he came into this world and he was a took on the form of a bond servant is what Philippians saying. You know, Josh, what what have you been seeing and gleaning out of these these times of our kind of advent season here at FBC? Yeah, like Tara was saying, really just a less focus on self and more 
focus on others and serving others. Hmm. You know, I would say um, this season more than than probably others in the past, just um, trying to get in into that you know Christmas spirit, you know the Christmas carols and music much sooner. Prior to Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. you know, much sooner than in, in previous years, and just really trying to focus on the the real meaning of Christmas and the birth of Christ. I mean, a passage that has really stood out uh, to me. It's pretty similar to to what we've been looking at, but it's actually in Ephesians four, and mm. it's it talks about walking in a manner worthy of the calling in which you have been called, and it says with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, mm. and I think. The way in which we walk is supposed to be with humility and gentleness, um, showing patience towards one another. Yeah. That's, you don't see that a lot um, right now in our society. Mm-hmm. And, and so God's asking us as, as believers that we just need to walk. We need to walk worthy and, and humility needs to be a key focus for us. That's so key. I mean, in that Philippians passage, do nothing from selfish or empty conceit, but with humility, consider one another more important than yourselves. And then it goes into unpacking and follow Christ's example. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, what a great lesson for any season, but for the Christmas season in our culture today, you know, I can't imagine any other place to be <laughs> except coming to Christmas, even celebrating right. with, with, with each other. And and so, Tara, I don't know if there's any other kind of passages or nuggets that you've gleaned from this season as well. I, I, I'll, I'll let you kind of well, share more thoughts. The two that have been on my heart are Matthew twenty twenty eight, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. Hmm. Um, so just remembering to be a servant. And then also John three thirty. he must become greater and I must become less. Hmm. So when I am serving, am I doing it with the right motives and... Yeah. And really seeking to put others first. And you guys are great examples. I mean, I don't think you are one, but either of you are to be out there and loud and boisterous and, hey, no. look at me. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you, you you tuck away with all the kids. Right. Josh, you're kind of just behind the scenes ushering, but what great models and examples to, of that humble servant. And, and you know, I, I'm reminded also of how we um, were just essentially called to to do that. And Christmas Eve is coming up where we can uh, really focus on that as well. And Christmas Eve, by the way, is the same time this year as it is last year, right? right? December 24th. December 24th. <laughs> and there's five different service opportunities for you. You've got uh, 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and 9 o'clock. Right. Wow. And children's, and we need volunteers. We need right. people to be those humble servants. Children's ministry, nursery and preschool. Absolutely. Five. Yep. Well, you guys have said a lot, and I really appreciate your time being here. Uh, you know, and as always, continue to go to our website, fbcva.life, for all the details. And, and keep watching. And next week, we're going to have even more. Um, another family come join us. And I'm excited. Thank you guys once again yep. for being here. And uh, so check out show notes um, online, fbcva.life life slash podcast as well. And uh, for those of you watching and listening, keep just use these Christmas traditions to encourage your families and, uh, and teach them these same truths that the Joneses have been teaching their kids. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And until we chat again, let Christ be the focus of your life each and every day.